When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We are here to help you wind down your Monday. It's the Lori and Julia Show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Thank you for being with us. And uh, Holly Roberts, info Lori today. Yes, she is. All right. So um, one of my TV shows that I'm obsessed with is CBS Sunday Morning. Yes. And it's just a lovely news magazine is what I'm going to call mm-hmm. it. I watched and it. they do such wonderful stories from such different walks of the world. And the one that the last one that I was kind of obsessed with was with the lady that has the Instagram account, Tiny Doors of Atlanta. And she puts these little doors all over like trees in different settings in Atlanta. Yeah. Um, it's the cutest thing ever. So I follow that on Instagram now, the tiny doors, because I think that is the coolest thing. And if I had a little kid to go around to all the doors. Oh, are these them? like the little elf yes. things that people put up? Because there is one on my block. And the tree oh. has the little door. Oh, well, she, oh really? she's an Set artist, up. and the city of Atlanta hired her to oh, go out and put these out. That's fantastic. But then this past, yeah, but I love that on your block you have one. Mm-hmm. Um, this last weekend, <laughs> it was the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Let me see if it's the same one I'm... Reviving a squirrel yes, with CPR. in Brooklyn Park. Yeah, okay, yes. so this is the weirdest <laughs> story. So Life is Life said a 19-year-old Chris Felix, who was desperately trying to revive a young... Squirrel that darted out in front of his car in Brooklyn Park, Minnesota. The subject of his attention was a squirrel. So Steve Hartman, who used to work at Channel 5 years and years and years ago, talked with Felix and the two police officers who responded to the scene. So the police officers are just driving by. This um, Chris Felix did not call 911, right, Donnie? No. But no, they're just driving down a road yeah. in Brooklyn Park. Right. patrol. And they're yeah. saying, what is this guy doing? And, what, and they see this guy <laughs> down and they... Probably can't even see that it's a little squirrel, but the squirrel is has his breast up. It's laying on its back, mm-hmm. and this guy is just doing um, like CPR. So, mm-hmm. but with his finger mm-hmm. up, down, up, down on the squirrel's lungs, and then the guys pull over. What are you doing? And he's like, "Well, I hit the squirrel, and I'm trying to revive it." And then, like nothing was happening, and they were getting up because he had been doing it for quite a while. And all of a sudden, the squirrel flips over and runs away. Yeah. Yes. Oh. Yeah, the, the the police thought no, he's not. He's gone. He's Girl's but I mean, gone. imagine yeah. driving by and seeing someone doing CPR on a little animal, and I thought, wow, that was like the coolest. <laughs> I know thing. it was. Yes. I love that story. It was so cool. Yeah. And and if you guys don't, you know, I tape it on Sunday mornings, but they also had, you know, um, 
Robert Roger Daltrey from the Who's story. That was a good one. It was really good yeah. to learn about him and learn about his relationship with Mr. Kibblewhite. No, who's no. the the guitarist? Oh, Pete, Pete Townsend. Townsend. Pete Townsend. And listening to their relationship and how they started playing, and I mean, they just do good in depth stories. Which you know, the news is hard right now because yeah. everything is so horrible with those fires and listening to the people. I mean, watching those videos of people trying to drive out when there's nowhere to go. I mean, that just scared Mm -hmm. me. And they they interviewed a nurse this morning who was in that town, Paradise, California, that is no longer. And she thought she was going to die not once, not twice, but three different times. Till she literally, someone rear-ended her. She was thrown out of her car and she had fire on the back of her pants. Mm. And she reached up and there's a fire truck right there. But you can't see. Yeah, of course. So, you know, they saved her. But it was just like... So horrific things, but Sunday morning does a really nice package. And then like ABC 2020, last night Robin Roberts sat down with Michelle Obama on her new book, which is coming out tomorrow. She's lovely. She's yeah. just lovely. Mm-hmm. Robin Roberts? Yeah. yeah. No, and no, Michelle, Michelle Obama. Obama. Oh, yes. Just I can't wait to lovely. read this book. It is oh. the Oprah Book Club of the yeah, Month selection. She, and she really talks about a lot of personal stuff, about marriage counseling with her and Brock, how she first met him, what the first kiss was like, and boy, was it cosmic. Mm-hmm. Um, why she didn't want to date him. They worked at the same law firm. You know, um, her IVF treatments. And then just about raising the kids and being the first black family in the White House and that responsibility. And her yeah, mm-hmm. that's why she had IVF. Yeah. 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 And yeah. just how it was it's it's just really she's delightful. So yes. that was that was something else. And now um now let's get back to the real. And now for something completely different. Yeah. <laughs> Thank mm-hmm. you, Monty Python. Mm-hmm. This is kind of this is just tells you Okay, so we were just talking before the break. Oh, no, we're going to do something else. Okay, okay. okay. now for something completely, really yeah. different yeah. now. Mm-hmm. So Neil Justin in the Star Tribune yesterday wrote about three different um, TV shows to watch this week. Fantastic. And um, Sally Forever debuted. Donnie, I watched half of it. Yeah, I didn't get through the whole thing. What did you think of what you watched? Okay. Sally Forever. I saw a commercial for this. I was dying to watch it. I didn't even know what it was. Tell me what it is. Okay, so what it is, is it's um, this British writer. um, Her name is Julia Davis. She's a writer and an actress. And she first got us rooting for Bad Gal in 2004's Nighty Night, which I never watched. Her latest project is called Sally Forever. That um, she plays a con artist who disrupts the life of uh, just a very plain mm-hmm. Jane yes. Brett, Catherine Shepard, with um, devastating and hilarious results. The sitcom is paired with camping, which we know is boring, but yeah. some people like it. And so it's I saw the previews. It looks so bloody funny. Yeah. And then I started watching it last night, but I had to do something else. I think I started this morning, and my heat was out, so I had to deal with that instead. <laughs> oh! But Donnie, what did you think? Uh, I'm undecided. I need to see more. I do too. I, one episode was not enough to make a, a decision. But on I that love show. the pacing of British comedies yeah. because they're slow. Yes. And they're just, the humor is so dry. Yeah, it's very dry. And it's character yes. driven. Oh, it's not physical the, comedy the necessarily. That, these are very uninteresting people. The guy that plays her fiance oh, is the world's biggest loser. Oh, beyond. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, man. oh, beyond. But I think it's going to grow on us, Donnie. It might. You I think we'll you're going to give it the three episode taste test? I think yes. Totally. And that's Sally Forever, and that's on HBO. And the other one 
That is um, Ann Curry was, gosh, I sound like all I do is watch TV, but she was on CBS this morning. Mm -hmm. And talking about the second season of her hit series on PBS, We'll Meet Again, where she reunites um, people with life-altering connections. And, you know, she has her heart on her sleeve, as Ann Curry does. And this premiere, which is tomorrow night on Channel 2 at 7, is a Minnesotan man, Roger Wagner, who gets a chance to think the surgeon who saved his life during the Vietnam War. So basically, we're going to cry the entire show. (laughs) It's really moving. And she said since they aired last year, so many people have written in to say, tell a story about my person. Yeah. And just really got a lot of people. I mean, she did it about how her parents met and then reunited after years of, you know, they met when they were really young and then reunited and got married. And Curry's parents? Yeah. Really? It was a good story. It was last year. Cool. Those are good stories. And then Purplish, which is blackish, but it's going to be purple tomorrow night. If you watch Blackish, it's hysterical comedy on ABC at 8 p.m. tomorrow night. And if you're burned out on tributes, don't be. Um, the 100th episode of Blackfish, um, Blackish gives you plenty of reasons to go crazy again in an effort to educate the twins about his purpleness. The Johnsons imagine themselves in music videos for Kiss, Erotic City, and other classics. It's a chance for the cast to play dress up if you're to fall in love with the local hero all over again. I've been following Tracy Ellis Ross on Instagram. She's hysterical. And she she's hysterical, yes. And she's been giving some behind the scenes little peeks at some of the costumes. Yep. And I love when sitcoms and, and other TV sh- shows do these special episodes like the, the Halloween episodes or the whatever. Whenever they get a chance to go out of the box a little mm-hmm. bit. And I'm sure they will do a fantastic job because Blackish is a great show. Right. And and you can look at Monday's variety section, the Star Tribune, too, because Neil Justin has some behind the scenes stuff. Awesome. Um, Those are all good, you know, things. You, It's cold outside. Sit on your butt and watch some TV. Why don't you? The low is seven tonight, by the way. Tell yeah, me, seven. Yeah. Oh, I may not be able to stay in my home. Oh. Oh, yeah. You're having some heater you issues. You said your furnace will go to 64. It will mm-hmm. go any warmer but than that? But it pipes freeze at like 45 or something. I know this from my cabin because oh, we keep oh. it heated at 51 throughout the winter. Oh, you think your pipes are going to burst? No. Heavens no. I don't, oh, no. no I don't I'm going to burst. Stick a hot water <laughs> bottle down your pants. You'll be no, fine. No, I have a little... <laughs> I'm being cheap and not paying the like extra $300 for, for someone to come before call, Thursday yeah. because I didn't think it was that big a deal. It's yeah. really getting that cold. Yeah, yeah. Seven. seven. I need to take in my plants. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> might be too late for that. No, my... Oh, I know. Um, okay, so, so... You know what story on CBS this Sunday This that boy really was tough to watch? The 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 90-something-year-old American soldier. Oh. Am, are you going to make us cry now, Well, Daddy? tell him the story, Donnie. So they interviewed this, and he uh, was serving in World War II, and they were liberating the mm. German city of Cologne. Mm. And he was with a tank uh, group, and they saw a car in the distance racing away. And Cologne is really narrow streets. Narrow streets. Now, they a didn't lot of know. Curves. They thought maybe it was a German soldier. Who right. Because they were, had snipers shooting at them. So they fired on the vehicle. But what they don't know is, did he hit the vehicle? Did someone else hit the vehicle? Did a German sniper hit the vehicle? The the story was that it was a young woman driving the 18 car. 18 or 19 years 18 old. 18 or 19 years old. And she Opened did the door. Opened the door. She fell out. They went and ha- tried to help her. There was nothing they could do for her. And she's lying on the ground. You can see her eyes blinking. And it was so And they impactful. have the video. They have yes, the video. They the, really? They found the video. They found the video and yeah. this man has felt terrible about oh. it. He still, to this day, 
He says, I cannot get her out of my mind. Right. Mm. And then he went back and sell, had a big celebration with her fam, this, yes, you with know, the family, extended family and everything. Yeah. It was really moving. Oh, my oh gosh. it was amazing. And, and they don't even know for sure if it was him. No, I know. But he is just, he but he's just, carried the guilt for carried 70 the guilt years. For seven, yes. Oh. Yes, it was. Oh, wow. But even to have the video footage, and it's really up close because they pulled on her shirt. Yeah. And, and you, you can, can see, see the different types. The chest but and, you can see the different types of bras that they wore back yes. then. It looked like it was just fabric around your breast and with one strap going over one shoulder, but not a strap, like a halter. Mm-hmm. It was like an ace bandage. Yeah. yeah. I mean, wasn't that weird? Oh, it was, I, it was just, uh, just wow. amazing. It was oh, moving. All right, when we come back, we've got a special guest for the Dirt Alert, Ooh. and he's trying out, and we'll see if he gets to come ever again. We'll be the judges. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, we are listening to the new um, Beatles White Album Super Deluxe, which is on sale right now for $69.99 on iTunes. And Rocco is our special guest today. Yeah. 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 Rocco visits. He does all of our creative behind the scenes. Is he going to pass the audition? We'll see. Well, I came in here to talk about it, and you did your, you know, Liverpool accent. And I was like, hey, did you hear the new Beatles White Album remix that came out Friday? And it's pretty awesome. I kind of spent the whole weekend listening to that. It's oh, did you so, get it already? Well, I just had, you know, I, I'm a, I subscribe to Spotify, so you can pretty oh. much listen to it. And anything. you can listen to it on that. iTunes, too. That's right. Um, let's fight. Let's have an arm wrestle. But, but yeah, so basically, I didn't even plan on talking about this, but let's, it's, it's fun. So basically, the first two discs are for, you know, if you were to go buy the physical right. copy, are basically the Beatles White Album remixed. And it sounds so, like, crystal clear and crisp. They basically went back and just cleaned it up some people are like no i don't want it i don't want my beatles white album to sound wow. crisp and clean i want it to sound murky in 1968 no but, i like i um, like the remixes but now you have the option to listen to both right yep and then so so the first two discs are the cleaned up you know album in order and then you start hearing the demos and the outtakes and there's some cool stuff. I mean, you're hearing these songs as they're born and you're, you know, you're hearing John Lennon sing, you know, with himself and uh, there's like take 18 of exactly. revolution or <laughs> Blackbird take 28. Yep. And it's, you know, I kind of spent the weekend with it and I, it, you know, even my wife, who's not even a huge Beatles fan is like, man, this sounds really good. I want to get back into the white album again. So, Oh yeah. Um, there's so many songs. Oh my gosh. Between that, I mean, for me, and then there's also this new Bob Dylan box set where they went back and redid all the, Mastered. the all the um, Blood on the Track stuff, uh, which was the album he recorded in New York, just sort of acoustic. And then he played it for his brother and he's like, yeah, you know, it's okay, but it needs a little something. So he came in Minneapolis, in my neighborhood of Seward, Minneapolis. What? what? He re-recorded it with a band. and Recently? No, this is all in 1975. Oh, oh my gosh, um, I was going to be so excited. <laughs> I'm like, really? No, I sorry, Julia. I came in here to talk about Lizzo and Toy Story, and now I'm talking about <laughs> the Beatles' White Album and Bob Dylan. Donnie, do you have something to play? From the- All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fact fastest growing alien show out there the unidentified alien podcast or uap for short there's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world and the beauty of it is that i bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe download and subscribe to uap on any of the major podcasting platforms and you can also find it on uappodcast.com 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, this new White Album? Yeah. Uh, I, I do. God, there's so much here. I don't well, know. Well, just pick one. Play Julia, right? Play Julia. Yeah. Play Julia? We, I mean, you have to. Okay, there's the Esther demo of Julia. Yeah. yeah. We want the Esther demo of Julia? Yes. Sure. Okay, here we go. Hello, Paul. <laughs> I don't think they swear, but maybe. Well, we'll find out. <laughs> Look, let me get to the music. I can't even name that many times, but I listen to it too. Um, I, I love it. Love when you can hear the songs crisp. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like, think you're gonna like it. Oh my gosh, awesome! It's so good. Okay, super deluxe. Okay, yep. so, so Rocco. Yes. What else you got well, for us? I prepared son? some stuff. You know, right. I, 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 you told me uh, you know come in here and talk about what what you know sparked my interest today. Yes. Um, so I saw this clip, uh, have you seen the clip of Lizzo on Twitter where she plays the flute and then does this cool dance? Twerking. Yes. So I guess last night on this new Busy Phillips show on E, Tina Fey, uh, gave a shout out to this clip. Do you, do you have I the have clip it. I sent I you, do. Donnie? Yes, here we Okay. We have a special edition of Vibe of the Day and we're going to do it right now because Tina Fey is going to read it for us. <laughs> As one of the greatest minds in history and voice of multiple generations once said, how did Lizzo not even get a nomination for Best Female Artist? She plays flute while she twerks. Wait, that's amazing. Who said that? That was me just now. It's it's more of an opinion than a quote. (laughs) (laughs) Tina Fey, that is a hard agree on that quote. do you hear how much she yells? Yeah, she does I, yell. This is my complaint. She starts screaming when She's she excited. gets the stage. It doesn't matter. Calm you down. can be excited, but I just want everyone. Uh, it's too much. Lizzo's social media is fantastic. Follow her on Twitter. Follow I her on see Instagram. Lizzo, um, Lizzo has it in her stories. Yeah. Yep. And then late, or late, uh, after that today, because Lizzo, I first saw it because she posted it. She's like, oh, I can't believe Tina Fey. Said something about me. She said, "I'm paraphrasing," mm-hmm. but then later she's she was getting a, a lot of feedback like, "You don't really play flute. You're faking." And she's like, "Oh yeah." So she made a video where she puts together the flute and she plays. She talks about each part, and then she's like, "I'm gonna finish with my favorite note, F." Nice. <laughs> and, uh, and then she does maybe some hand gestures too. But um, she is she is amazing. I just. I like everything she stands for. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I was going to grab some audio from both the flute clips, okay. but I think both of them have some language yep. that's not uh, ready yes. for my no. talk. Mm-hmm. Anyway. We can't have that language on this station for crying out loud. We're a family program yeah. here. Oh, we yeah. really are. Completely. Uh, we really are. Wait until we talk about vibrators that talk yes. in the next segment. <laughs> just you wait. I just want people to weigh in. Just a poll right now, Rocco, is it a do or a don't? Vibrators that talk? Mm-hmm. 
Oh, why not? Yeah, right. Okay. Oh, all right. Does it have a moving mouth element? Was the question is, do they exist or do I want one? What was the question? (laughs) I have an image in my mind. (laughs) Oh, don't, don't. What was the question? Get to your stuff. Okay. Well, the (laughs) big news of the day for people, you know, of my age is that Stan Lee died. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm not even the hugest comic book guy, but I run in circles with some huge comic book guys. Uh, so I gave the, my a couple of my friends a call just to sort of ask them why, what made Stan Lee such a big deal. And I th- and both of them, you know, kind of said the same thing that he created these characters. Um, you know, first of all, characters that are 40, 50 years old that are still that kids today love. Right. My friends like who who else has really done that? Walt Disney. You know, we're talking Walt Disney and Stan Lee that. You can create a character that people love 50 years ago at the time, people love 30 years ago, people love 10 years ago, people love now. And, of course, we're talking about Spider-Man and um, Fantastic Four, The Incredible Hulk, all the all these characters that he did. But what he also did with these characters is that he gave them, like, real-world human problems. Yes. Okay. You know, uh, you know, my friend Rob would say, you know, Spider-Man, you know, couldn't pay his rent or, you know, Peter Parker couldn't pay his rent and his aunt was always sick. And he's like, you know, Thor had all this strength, but in real life he was a physician who needed a cane. Um, so these characters that were kind of multidimensional, um, they both brought up, you know, Silver Surfer. Um, my friend John was saying Silver Surfer had to do work for this evil guy, Galactus or something. I don't yeah, know. Uh, you know, but he had to do that in order to save his own planet. So, um, you know, there was kind of this duality thing that he had going on that really uh, struck a chord with with comic people book fans. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I never would have thought of that. So I'm glad that you gave us that perspective. Right, and I, 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 because I, you know, for the last few years, I feel like that's all Hollywood has done is all these superhero movies, and I think people are sick of them. But that you're giving us the reasons why no, is, is something different. It's a different, yeah. It's a different perspective. Yes. And Give us one is. more. Um, the tra- teaser trailer for Toy Story Four came out today. I didn't even know there was going to be. It one features a fork. Of. Yeah. Well, I I'd like to call it a fork. Sport, but it, they, his name is Forky. Mm-hmm. And um, the, <laughs> not to be confused with Porky. Yes. <laughs> and I guess uh, the little girl Bonnie, who uh, inherited all of Andy's toys. Mm-hmm. Uh, she made like this little spork in preschool with like a uh, pipe cleaner arms, and uh, he's now going to be part of the Toy Story universe. Oh. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex now. To the people at home or in the crowd, it keeps coming up anyhow. Don't be coy, avoid, or make void the topic, because that ain't going to stop it now. It's not going to stop it. Don't avoid the topic. We never listened to the song that long. I kind of like it. I forget the words. All right. A big, is it a do or a don't? The talking vibrator. You say, why not, Holly? Donnie's scared. Well, like I said in the break, it depends on what it has to say. All right. Well, here here is... Here's my okay. I'm just going to take you down my path. What? Oh please, if, if there's one, a path here. Sure, there is. is. Of the one, talking vibrator. If one more oh, thing my in my God. house spies on me, especially something that I would use to get off on, that's too much information for Cyber World. Yes, there's this big thing this morning about, and it's the truth. The European communities have all gotten together, and you have rights to your own data that yes, Facebook, was, was Google, Twitter, minutes. that everybody takes from you, mm-hmm. and you get to have it, and they can't use it. 
we don't have any of that protection in the U.S. Like we have zero, 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 zero. Yeah, we don't. So they're working hopefully on legislation to give us some privacy. So they went into what Alexa hears. They go into what everybody hears and how I took a picture of something in a store and it was on my laptop the next day. I was just freaking. I keep my Alexa unplugged for that reason. I don't even want one. I don't need her help. No, I think it's too lazy anyway, but that's, but here's the latest, a vibrator that can talk, but here's how it works. You have to get an app on your phone, right? Um, Communication's important, an important part of sex. We all know that, but the Vibe smart lipstick claims that you can uh, talk to yourself and have some more alone time with the artificial intelligence vibrator. You link it up though to your smartphone and you can use the virtual partner to control the device. Here's how it works. It was inspired by the movie Her, which starred, it was Joaquin Phoenix, and, yes. I can't, and yeah. it was just a voice. And it was yeah. um, Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, she falls in love with an AI robot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, the idea came to this company a vibrator should come to life more than it does. So, this um, bullet vibrator has, in the lipstick shape, has voice control, so it responds to voice commands, including harder softer <laughs> it can respond to commands to phrases like with anything you want baby no yeah oh, so you can awkward. even sync it with your favorite audiobook adjusting vibration intensity according to what's happening in the book oh like 50 shades of gray exactly yeah. uh it's a kickstarter page when the fantasy and the story starts to get more intense the vibrations get more intense the vibrator can talk back on vibes and when things slows down the vibrator takes a break the listening possibilities are endless. <laughs> the surveillance As, possibilities <laughs> you are me? endless. <laughs> Do you hear me? I think this is where you say no. And then it Vibes, the app says you'll never run out of great stories. The device, um, if you back it, is $59. And the first shipping is going to take place this December. Well, we just time for the holidays. Oh, mm-hmm. hey. stocking I'm, stuffers. Exactly. So to speak. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm telling you where, why do you want it to talk and to listen to commands? If you want to command it to something, you push the up, down, or the up arrow, or the plus, or the minus. I mean, that is all the talking that needs to be done. You're thinking about the work involved here, that this is just too lazy. No? No. Or the surveillance state. What is getting at you here? how creepy. Oh, it is creepy. To have something that perhaps you're using on parts of your body that you don't want to have talk back to you. That's true. I wonder what the voice sounds like. Well, this is what it's going to say. It can respond to commands with phrases such as anything for you, baby, but it (laughs) No, Donnie, it wouldn't be clear. Anything for you. How could it? Well, what do you mean? How what could it? Depends on if you, you, ow, you. Oh, I understand. Well, it, I it may be some. Pl- okay, it might be. It might be. In your I think that the voice is going to be coming out of the app on your phone because it's connected that way. I there's don't not a want speaker my phone on to this. Oh, That's what a, I was no, thinking. No, no, it's not going to be muffled, Julia. It's not like people don't do it. <laughs> I can't it's hear not. You. I'm, I'm going to say a lot of pervs could break into that app, and you're in trouble. Oh, then, boy. well, are you though? What? They might know exactly what you want. Oh, for crying out loud. That is so creepy. Yeah, maybe they can no. offer six pointers, <laughs> no, tips, That is tricks. so creepy. Yeah, no, I'm doing with, it wrong. Look, Julia, I'm totally so with creepy. you. What, whatever happened to the old fashion, fashion manual way? You got all you need and it's on your body well, right now. Well, carpal tunnel, computers, well, okay, that, yeah, that's true. Well, you know. 
Mm-hmm. All right, so everyone in here, the consensus is on the talking vibrator, no. No. It's a it's a hard slash soft pass. Yeah, there Funny. you go. Perfect. Yep. Okay, forget ghosting. Curving is the new dating trend that no one wants. Oh, okay. gosh, I'm exhausted. What is this? I, I it, Curving. It's been around forever, apparently. Um, on Urban Dictionary, a 2010 definition describes being curved as when someone politely, uh, this is my favorite line, politely slash p- passive aggressively rejects you. But for reasons unknown to us, it's suddenly popping up again on new sites and social media. Mm-hmm. Curvers, as we name them, are infuriating because they always want you to keep the hope alive, despite never initiating any meaningful communication, which means the person on the other side is left in a confusing state of limbo. Oh, so now, this is I remember this dating in Minnesota. <laughs> Basically, I remember from my hardcore, you know, looking for love and online mm-hmm. um, that you'd get these confusing texts and I'd share it with Lori at one break and then we'd have to analyze it the next break. Then you'd come in. I'd say, what does this mean? <laughs> and then someone else would come in. I'd say, what does this mean? Lori's like, you're thinking too much. You'd do it. And then it would be like, well, what do I respond? And then we would do it at the next break. So during the show, we <sighs> would we would work it through. Yes. But really, the vague stuff is just crazy and it does drive you crazy oh is it the, the kind of things like oh thinking about you hey or whatever yeah. and then just it doesn't with, mean anything it doesn't mean anything <sighs> and breadcrumbing though breadcrumbing is where daters knowingly give little crumbs of hope that the relationship will work out with no intention of falling through look so people, like they're kind of similar yeah, yeah, just mm. nip it in the bud if you don't want to date someone it's okay yeah. Say no and goodbye. Okay. I mean, just give the courtesy at least. Bye-bye. Yeah. I mean... I always did, for yeah. the most part. Mm-hmm. Well, for the, <laughs> for the most part. <laughs> I mean, sometimes, you know, you just got to go. I only I mean, had that one honest. incident in L.A. where I opened the car door, shut it immediately, and just... Yeah, that was pretty bad. Running was, back to Lori. But, you know, it was That was fault. not a nice thing. It was, <laughs> it was poor advertising. Okay, so here is the deal. Some body language tips... That is into you. You can figure out if someone even likes you before they open your mouth by a couple of things. I kind of think this is funny. Um, the pupils are huge. That means that his, they're aroused. Yep. His eyebrows rise up when he sees you like, hmm. And it's yeah. it's kind of a hmm, but Ooh. it makes your eyebrows go up. Yes. Seriously, mm-hmm. if he likes you and likes what he sees, um, the aperture of his eyes increase. So, mm-hmm. hmm. He shows his front. He's gonna make that noise face. too. <laughs> he shows his front teeth when he smiles. Nah, apparently big, smile. guys stop smiling with their front teeth when they're about five years old, unless they're really happy. That's kind of a funny fact. Um, he smiles above the mouth, so you can see it in his eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Other things are the moment, uh, like he leans forward or she leans forward. Let's just take it both ways. They lean forward when they want to talk to you. Um, they may touch your knees. Which is a little gentle pat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A little okay. yeah. sure, sure. contact. He may sit with his legs spread to expose his man parts. Tom Cruise. Oh, gosh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he does that. He's willing to put himself out there is what he's saying. He points his toes towards you. He touches his throat. Mm. It represents communication and vulnerability. Okay. He gazes at your forearm. Your forearm? Your forearm. Mm-hmm. Let me see what that means. What's so sexy about a forearm? Oh, the message is loud and clear. He wants your attention. 
to be be it to impress you or make sure you're listening because he wants to be heard. He grazes your forearm. Oh, okay. so he, he actually touches, touches the forearm, forearm, not just like just looking at it, because that would be weird. Just a his, well, those all make sense. Mm-hmm. He treats your possession, possessions with respect, like helps you with your jacket, helps you with your handbag, helps so. you with this. He minimizes interruptions and distraction and doesn't look at his phone every minute. Fantastic. He's, he's into you. Well, look out for a guy with his legs spreading, his eyebrows up, and his teeth showing. Mm-hmm. And, his, and his feet <laughs> pointing towards, towards you. you. Just and he's like, touching you on and your he's touching your knee and you're grazing your forearm. You're wow. free. Then he's hot for you. Mindful <laughs> sex will get to another day. Oh, yeah. thank you. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. When we come back, the rest of the headlines. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. performance of my brand new musical Dolly Parton's Smoky Mountain Christmas Carol. Now it's a story for all people of all ages. Now I've been working real hard on it and I can't wait to share it with you. Now I've heard about the good work the Ordway is doing including introducing children to live performance and when you share a story with children you're giving them the gift of imagination and I hope you'll come see my Smoky Mountain Christmas Carol. Okay, Thank I'm you, sold. Darling. No, it's just completely. And you want to know sold. what's funny is so when Based I first got this, I've asked the PR person at the Ordway um, if Dolly would come uh, be on our show. Yeah, well, yeah. I and she find, she responded and said, yeah. "I've tried, but um, she's not going to be doing it." But I literally asked right away because I'm thinking, "Why not? Why all we can say is no." I yes. have Dolly Parton on our show. So what this she's is? She's going to be on stage. Oh, I know. So what uh. this is is it's she wrote the music for Smoky Mountain Christmas Carol. We talked about it before. And David H. Bell wrote the book, and it's a reimagining of Charles Dickens' classic with the setting changed. Um, of screwed, you know, of Christmas Carol to the great smoky mountains of East Tennessee where Dolly Parton grew up. Mm. Scrooge is the owner of mines. I could totally relate to the, relate to the story. Dolly said, as I grew up poor, we never had money. We always had fun. I know all these characters. I know Scrooge. We've Scrooge. We've all had Scrooges in our life. And I love the idea of doing it during the great depression. The songs came really easy to me. She doesn't plan to perform at the Ordway, but she will be on stage. And her stage manager, and uh, excuse me, her manager, Danny Nozell, is a Twin Cities native. So a lot of family's going to be here, and they partnered with the Ordway to do this world premiere. So it's not, it's kind of like a dry run of it to see how it would Mm -hmm. work, but it would be really cool to be part of it. And she's excited for the chance to come out and talk to the audience before the show. She wants to tell you all about the songs and why she wrote them. A lot of Danny's family's coming. The Ordway's been wonderful to work with. They've been helpful. Oh, well, she is such a delight. I and you can love see her. it this weekend, November 17th. Yep. And then two performances on the 18th. There's a matinee, and then there's a 7.30 performance. How much are tickets? Ah, uh, well... Looks, they're, you know what? They're about, you know, 40 to $50. 
so affordable to see Dolly Parton. Oh, oh my gosh. Go and do it. She's a wonderful storyteller. And other things, she's really busy. So she's... um, has two new soundtracks, one for Joyful Noise and one for Dumpling, which is the movie that's going to be a comedy based on a young adult novel by the same name, which is coming out on Netflix December 7th, Mm -hmm. and it stars Jennifer Anderson and Danielle McDonald. Yes. Yeah, Jennifer's the mom. mm -hmm. And Netflix is also home to um, Dolly Parton's upcoming eight-part anthology series called Dolly Parton's Heartstring, and each episode is based on one of her iconic songs. Mm. Oh she my is God. a busy lady. lady. National treasure I'm that Dolly four Parton. I'm five things right now. I'm overworking myself, but it's all going well. That's all right. Dolly, I you think keep that'd working. be really cool. So the Ordway, you can just go Ordway.org or Ordway.com and St. Paul, and that would be so fun to go see. Yes. Um, guess who's happy with her new guy? Mm-hmm. Jenna Dewan, no more Tatum, but she's very happy with her new boyfriend. Do you think that she's really happy with this guy, or is this just something so that she shows that she's moved on from Channing Tatum since he's with Jesse J? I don't know what you would say if you're a new man and you're holding hands and you're going out to a restaurant and someone asks you, how's it going? I'm really happy. Yeah, All right. It says nothing, really. It says nothing, but yeah. that's yeah. exactly what I would say. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, we're oh, having happy. so much fun. I'm completely miserable. He's a great guy. <laughs> yeah, you know, he's okay, but he does this thing with his, uh, his nose that really bugs me. You're not going to say that. <laughs> you're going to say, we're so happy. I, yeah, well, good for them. If they're having fun, then go and have fun. Yes. Now, Joe Perry was performing with Billy Joel. Which is so weird. This weekend. Well, a lot of a people cameo. stop by Madison yeah. Square Garden because he's know. always performing there. And they do a song with him. And after he did the song with Billy Joel, he went backstage and collapsed. Ah. He had to put a trach tube in him. He, they took him. It took him quite a while to get him stable. I understand he was um, having difficulty breathing yes, prior correct. to the show. Mm-hmm. And we will find out... I think he's okay. They said he's alert and responsive. So I feel yeah. like that's a very vague statement, though. I alert do too. Uh, yeah, I, I feel unfortunately that it may have been more severe than his people are leading well, on with Joe Perry. It took him a long time to get stable. Yeah. So, well, we wish him the best. Ooh. I know. We're tomorrow. We're doing our holiday movie countdown, and we want to hear from you. You can email us at um, you know. Just through the website. Just through yeah. the website. Simple. Yeah. Send us an email. We'll your read it. We want to know movie. your favorite holiday movie. Julia, the defender of the holiday Hallmark Christmas extravaganza. And I'm going to tell, you, oh, I'm gonna tell mm-hmm. you the Hallmark movie, but I am, I'm very partial to holiday movies. So we're going to go through those tomorrow on the show. Um, and we want to hear from you. Here's a, just a miscellaneous fact of facts. Okay. Please. I mean, it's so how, random. How random can we get? Random taking, a, taking a hard right. Where are we going? We're going right here. We're going to, after the Godfather movie came out, James Caan won New York's Italian of the, of the Year Award two times, even though his parents were Jewish immigrants from Germany. Just wanted you to know that. They all assumed he was even, Italian yeah. because he played one of the Because uh-huh. he played Sonny. Uh-huh. Sonny Corleone. I love that. Hey. My hey. grandfather, <laughs> Duilio, was an Italian of the Year once. In St. Paul? Right. Mm-hmm. Wow. Really? Mm-hmm. We, yep. Tell Okay. That's an award. It's an yeah, actual I'm thing. There's, you know. The t- last movie ever released on VHS was what? Oh, wow. The last. It was in 2006. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Everyone said this movie was great, but I've never seen it. You've never seen it? I don't know what it is. Oh. I have no idea what this movie is. What was is. the last movie released on VHS? It starred Vito Morganson. Hmm. Is it Lord of the Rings? No. Nope. The last one? Mm-mm. No. 
Uh, oh, 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 the, the Eastern, David, the, yes, Eastern Promises, Eastern Promises. Nope. David Cronenberg movie. Nope. Okay, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he wasn't in this one. <laughs> <laughs> That's not helpful. I know a history of violence. He wasn't. No, was I, I know he yes. was. Yeah. yeah, yeah. With Via Farmiga, who was in it with him? Vera Farmiga. Yeah, I don't know if she may was have been in Naomi it. Watts. I don't even know. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So that that's a good trivia. The last VHS. I've, I've never seen it either. So. Gonna, a history of I, violence. I haven't no. seen it either. But put no. that one in your trivial pursuit hat. And why don't we have trivial pursuit out again? What you do you mean? Just it. in general, I know we can. It's a yeah. Maria Bello, by the way. Uh, oh, I knew go. I was going to say her nuts, but I was going <laughs> to butcher her name so bad yeah. I couldn't even do it. Some lady. Wow. Okay. Random. You got any more random movie facts? I do. All right. Oh, Michelle great. Obama writes in her new book that comes out tomorrow that they went to marriage counseling. A handful of times for us, if it, it was one of the ways that we learned to take out our differences, what a great way of saying it. And she learned to take control of her own happiness. I absolutely love this because this is so true. What I learned about myself in marriage counseling, Michelle Obama says, is that my happiness was up to me. And I started working out more. I started asking for help, more help, not just from him, but from other people. I stopped feeling guilty. That is so yes. true when you think your happiness yeah. is the responsibility of your partner. Mm-hmm. That is such a great way to end this fantastic Monday program that you've just been wow. absolutely <laughs> delighted to spend three hours with us. Yes. And you can listen to it again tonight. Oh my gosh, the podcast is probably already up the first and second That's hour. That's right. And you can download us on podcast app. You can find us on iTunes. You can find us anywhere and we can do this again. Oh, yes, put us on girl. your phone and then we can live in your butt pocket. But that is such a true statement. That is. Your happiness is your issue. Go it's Michelle. not your partner. Mm-hmm. Through that. Everyone have a great night. We'll be back tomorrow. Job done. Off you go.